before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Free Pizza, your platform for creative. Today we have the most amazing guest, the amazing, unrivaled, majestic. She saw Earth, Wind, and Fire 20 years ago, and she didn't invite me. <laughs> <laughs> the Linda Spitzen. What's up, Linda? Hey, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for letting me do this in your home, in your studio. So honored. This is such a privilege. This is so amazing. Feeling is mutual. Yes, yes, absolutely. We met at the Green Bean. Yep. Um, you had a show before I did, which amazingly beautiful work. Thank you. Um, and we actually met kind of when you're taking yourself down. I yeah. was kind of transitioning. We kind of met, you know, kind of face to face. I think you saw me carrying my naked lady down the street. <laughs> yes, I did. Was it that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but uh, you're a mixed media artist. You, know, you dabble in painting and um, uh, what else? Yeah, painting, drawing, painting, drawing, painting. Painting, I mean, and all, that all stuff. kinds of stuff, yeah, but yeah. mostly that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, beautiful work, and we're going to dive into it, but first, got to find out a little about you. you know, where you're from. Like, well, I was born and raised in San Jose, California. Yes, yes. Now, most commonly referred to as Silicon Valley. Yes. Back in the days when it was orchards and big fields of apricot trees and tumbleweeds and it was really super pretty kind of like greensboro is now yes absolutely yeah yeah and uh was raised there with my parents and my brother and sister had a great childhood very involved in art and way back when really so i've got some stories there yes um and uh, fast forward, went to junior college, never went to um, a four-year degree or four-year okay. university. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I did ultimately, but not earlier on. Right. I didn't go the traditional route. <laughs> you went. I went, yeah. All over the place. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and thought that I wanted to get into art somehow. And I met somebody who... Um, got me a job being a production manager for a religious magazine and back then, what? so this was in the 70s early okay. 70s mid 70s and um i was kind of a troublemaker back then free spirit yes and i was working for That's this very proper religious magazine but i got to do art basically i got to lay out the magazine and so I was working with a, a real proper artist, but it was religious art, but I yeah. didn't care. It was so amazing. Wow. Um, but let's see. So then after that, I did a bunch of other things. And then I um, went into the business world. And back in the day, I was my first job title was a clerk typist. I made $2.35 an hour. <gasps> what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> That wasn't back then. That was way. That was in the olden days, as they say. Um, but then I uh, found my way, and I got into human resources. Okay. And I worked my way up in a couple of several different companies. And yeah. my last job was at a really big, pretty famous technology company, 
And in 2009, they asked me to move to Singapore yes. for my job. Yes. And so my family and I we were just like, okay, that's great. We're going. And like a month later, we were living in Singapore. No way. That fast? Yeah. And wow. a two-year assignment turned into almost eight years. And we traveled all over Asia Pacific yeah. um, for both work and pleasure. And yeah. it was awesome. And, and that's really where my art career took off. Wow. Um, that's a little short story about Absolutely. Me. We're going to come back to that because yeah. you mentioned art being a part of your life when you were younger. Yeah. So let's talk about what that was and what was going on back then when you were younger. Oh, I don't... Um, my parents were pretty artsy. Yeah, yeah. My dad was a draftsman by training, but he was also a, kind of an amateur cartoonist. Ooh, that's cool. And um, I would... Oh, he was in business with my grandpa and um, they had a drafting school in downtown San Jose and yeah. I would go there with him and I learned how to print. This was back when, you know, all drafting was hand lettered. Yeah, yeah. And so I learned all about that and... Um, it was just really cool, but um, I was always very interested in just artsy kinds yeah. of stuff. And so my parents actually sent me to a semi-private art school mm -hmm. uh, that was met once a week. And so I learned all kinds of different techniques. Ooh, I mean, that was yeah. really little. Yeah. Uh, um, and her name was Mrs. Rainey. And when I go back to California, every once in a while, I'll drive by the studio and, oh, oh it was there. But now it's a shop, you know. Oh, um, no. Is it an art shop? No, it's like a real estate shop. Or Bummer. Something. Yeah. yeah. But I have really vivid memories of going to this art class every week, you know, and learning about watercoloring and using salt to make the, you know, the texture look different. And I don't know, it's just, you know, really good memories for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so you don't miss me and stuff back then too. Exactly. That's awesome. That kind of inspired you into what you're doing today. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. So from those art classes, yep. not once a week you met, obviously, where you just, did that ever end? When, when did that end or when you start doing your own thing? Um, I, I think I probably did the art classes with Mrs. Rainey probably a couple years. Okay. But, you know, back then, art was also a really big thing in schools. Right. And, exactly. And yes. so I was always very actively involved in, in whatever art projects, you know, making murals or, you know, like um, theater was really popular. Well, Ooh, I never yeah. was a good actor, but I always wanted to make the sets. Oh, yeah. And so that's the kind of stuff that I did. And I remember, God, I'm going way back. Yes. I remember in literally kindergarten and our principal was going to retire and the school came to me and asked me if I would paint a picture of Mr. Tack. <laughs> and so I did and I painted a picture of him with my, it was like, not finger paint, but you know, maybe it was acrylic. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, but it was him, a picture of Mr. Tack on his horse and um, Mount Tamapias. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. was in the background and I remember my my mom coming to the playground and lifting me up and showing me see over there that's where your art is hanging oh my I mean it's gosh. just like it's so weird so I have like a lot of really cool stories like that and that was kindergarten and that was kindergarten yeah that had to be so just otherworldly amazing to see your work <laughs> That's something just a young age is like, what? In the well, world? and it really wasn't even very good. But I mean, 
at the time though, it was like that was that was probably like, wow, I've made it big. Yeah. I'm yeah. an artist, yeah. you know? Well I had a lot of um um what do you call it where you know people are saying oh you know that's it's so good a lot of people were were very um vocal with me about inspiring me to keep going keep going and, yes and so yes. that was that was kind of cool yeah i mean absolutely I mean, at that age it's like you know i was going to nourish that you know yeah, to nurture that you know yes. like yeah keep please keep doing this you you have something here yeah um that's wonderful so i guess through the years middle school and high school you kept doing art yep. heavily involved in art classes art clubs maybe or yep. is that a thing well in high school the only ap class i took was art mm. so I took art four years and the last year was AP and um, I sat with the same group of girls all four years mm. and actually my best friend who was on that table she just moved to Greensboro a couple years ago so no she, she came here with me yeah yes so um, but um, we did AP art and where was I going with that we're what what so what did you study in APR? Let's go there. Oh. Like what do you remember you were um, doing? Um well we had my th my theme was I think the ocean. Okay. And so I remember doing a lot of etchings and pen and ink drawings um and paintings all ocean related mermaids, starfish, ocean scenes, that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. I when I was in school I, I did I, I'd be an AP at my school, mm. but I never heard of the AP art side, so that's very interesting. Um, yeah. and that's this is high school. Yeah, high school. Wow, yeah. so it's pretty challenging. When I mean, you showed your thing being the ocean and stuff. Like, oh yeah, critical and on you. Yes, and the the other kids in my class. Oh my god, they were so good. Oh. I never felt like I was very good compared to them because they're you know there's always like a couple of amazing artists. Well, I was yep. never like that. Yeah. But you know, as I think about that now. Like, I'm not a perfect fine art kind of artist where I want everything to look, you know, like there's, like it's a picture. Yes. I want it to look kind of fuzzy and fun and not perfect because yeah. I think that's really the way the world is. I love that. I love when artists kind of go off the rails a little bit. Yeah. I mean, as you should, there's no rules to art. Yeah. You know, that's why I was, I'm kind of single with photos in a way, you know, so I just can do my own thing. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, that's amazing. And it's a lot more free, too. Exactly. I don't need yeah. to make a flower look exactly like a flower for people to know, oh, yeah, that's a flower. Yeah. It's like, that's cool and all, but like, I yeah. want you to look at this. Yeah. You know? But back then, I wasn't that free. I was really trying to like mix colors perfectly and, you know, have a layout be a certain way. I mean, I, I learned the basics and the concepts of, you know, perspective and that kind of thing. Right. But I never really kind of found myself until, you know, now looking back until way later yeah around that like 2016 or just kind of maybe maybe before that even well yeah that was well so when i was in high school i was really more rule oriented and yeah. then since 2016 i've really sort of let loose a little bit gotcha right. so you just fill in the gap a little bit so after high school i mean uh i guess obviously you had the final test or whatever that you got through and everything and yeah that's awesome you say you didn't really go straight to college or anything. So did you do art in between that or? Just for fun. Yeah. Like I used to paint tennis shoes. I put like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and Nordstrom, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know Nordstrom, but anyway, it's a big oh, yeah, yeah. fancy shopping area yeah. or store. They hired me to paint um, stuff on sh uh, shirts. 
Really? So I would go there on the weekends and these ladies would come up, you know, I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe they're paying me to do this. <laughs> say, oh, can you paint dogs on this for me or, you know, whatever. And I, so I did that. Um, but I always had a regular kind of a business job when I did that. Right. So you were, that was really on the side. Yeah. So it's just on the side. And yeah. I would always make cards and I would, I cannot remember the last time I ever purchased a made card ever really and I, ne- I never ever went and bought a card no I always make my own cards that's awesome even back in the day even back then that's awesome that's, yeah. that's, that's just special yeah so you know? someday we'll have a Linda Spitzen card party and people can bring all their cards and I could see it over time and see? I've gone from sayings and artwork to you know just patterns to um, yeah yeah, that's all. I mean, your work spans, I mean, almost abstract to like the portraits and then dogs and this animals yeah. and all kind of stuff. So that's, yeah. you're very well-rounded, which is super amazing. Yeah, um, so yes, you, I guess from the gap, you were working mostly corporate stuff. Right. And then 2016 is when you kind of like, okay, I'm doing this now. Right. So tell us how it was leaving the traditional job thing to, you know, what you do now. Well, I had a really intense job. Um, and I worked a lot of hours, seven days a week for a lot of years. Oh my God. And so it was pretty hard like to wake up one morning and think, oh my God, I don't have like to do any of this anymore. And I would say it took me a good, took over a year to like clear my brain, Mm -hmm. but we were living in Singapore and, um, it was great because I could just like travel around and that really helped me kind of clear my head like I think it was maybe just a couple of weeks after I retired and I went to India with my sister-in-law and we were gone for a couple weeks and we just you know like in this one booklet there's some India inspired um, art so um, yeah it was a big transition to go from having an office job where I was interacting with all kinds of people at all kinds of levels and having to make decisions that impacted people's lives and careers to all of a sudden, oh, geez, I, I guess I can go to a museum today. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be phenomenal. Like, I can go do and be free and be army. Art was always in your blood, you know? Yeah. So it had to be so awesome to go back to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was. I didn't really, I really struggled at the beginning, you know, mm. like, oh my God, I don't know if I can do this. And people from work were still calling me and, oh, you're not going to believe what he said or they did or that kind of stuff. Um, but like I said, after about a year, I really got into the not working like that anymore. It was right. crazy. Right. And that was the last year. I guess you knew you retired, obviously. Yeah, and then I retired. And you were like, I'm done. Yep. Were you back here when you decided no. this? No. So you were over there. I was over in Singapore retired. when I retired. So the company that I worked for got bought by another company, and they basically um, had all of the executives leave. Of course. And yeah. then the new uh, management came in. Wow. So we, we stayed in Singapore for about a year after that. Oh, my goodness. Just yeah. hanging out, just letting loose, and just, okay, transition. Yep. 
Yep. And you saw and you saw a lot of art was I guess were you inspired by a lot of artists there, which you saw museums mm, of that? Not really. Not really? I okay. mean I was more inspired by just what was around. I mean it was it's such a pretty place. Mm. And then all the places that you can go for like the weekend, you know, like here maybe you go to the mountains or you go to the beach and there you go to Bali or you go to, <laughs> you know, Phuket yeah. in Thailand and it's just like a two hour flight. Um, so having that ability to go to these amazing places or take a ferry to, you know, a different island in Indonesia and be there an hour later, um, that's what really inspired me and motivated me to capture kind of the colors and the feeling and the vibes that I was getting in all of these amazing places and how the people looked and how they acted and it was just so inspirational yeah yeah that's that's i bet that'd be so just very eye-opening you know obviously for me from the states it's so different just you know that colors and the culture was probably amazing yeah and that's when you kind of had your sketchbook and we just kind of going all around and just doing that mostly for the the most part well so i'd go and do my thing wherever i was and then i'd come home in the afternoon and i never had music on and i would just sit there at our kitchen table and I would, you know, start painting. And, and back then, my, my style was more taking, I just used watercolor mm. and ink. And I would, like, paint some color on a piece of paper and then let it dry. And it dried really fast because in Singapore, you know, you're one degree north on the equator, of mm. the equator. And so, you know, it's <laughs> really super hot. But, like... Um, yeah, you know, so like this, oh my gosh. Um, I put the blue on and then I just sat there and I'm like, oh, and then maybe, I don't know, one piece of it made me think, oh, that looks maybe like a bell. And so then I just hand drew all these different bells and then, you know, so I would do a, a painting wow. like this every day. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. And oh so, my you know, March gosh. 3rd, 2006. So here's another one where it's just all orange and pink. And then I drew something on top of it because that looked like, you know, this little blurb right here looked like a birdcage. Right, right, right. Um, or then, you know, this would just be like col- just the colors that I was seeing, you know. That is, and every page is so, so different. That's why I'm so impressed by that. So this was when we were in Bali one time. And this was actually, so the the ink goes on first and then... I was looking at a view that was a, um, the view of our place where we were, and there's the ocean back there. So I yeah, I mean, that. it was just like, I mean, any creative person, anybody who, wow. you know, just paid attention. I mean, it was so inspiring. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I always was really proud of myself for not really having a plan about what I was going to draw or paint. Right. And I never wanted to be the kind of artist that drew it first with with a pencil and then traced over it and so like a lot of my building and well all of my buildings like you know this is all completely freehand i didn't measure anything i didn't i mean and there are some mistakes you know but i really i like that about my art i love that that's my favorite part is it's not super perfect but that's what makes it you you know that's why i love that yeah wow that's incredible and that's I bet going through that now is like almost you know almost a little emotional it's so fun because I can remember exactly where I was sitting when I painted this and I can remember exactly I I just remember you know where I was in all of these 
You know, this, I was in Myanmar, and that's what it looked like. Oh, my god. You know, it's just, um, I don't know, the colors and the, like I said before, the vibe that you get and just the feeling you want to, I want to capture it in my sketchbook. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. So, eventually, what, before we go there, the colors. So, the colors, are you inspired by what you saw there, or was that just all from you? Um, Well, I... Probably, not probably, I embellished a bit because I really like, you know, big, loud colors. Exactly. And so this picture of the little houses in Myanmar on Inlay Lake, um, it's more, yes, this is what the houses look like, but then I added the extra like Caribbean colors. Right, right. It almost sparked to it. Yeah. So obviously you were doing that, you know, after you retired, you know, which is, which is amazing. But did you know you wanted to really embark on that as a serious thing when you, after you retired? Was that, was that the plan? No, I mean, it was always kind of like a dream in the back of my mind. I'll tell you the, the thing that happened. So my friend Robin gave me this sketchbook. And so she's the one who said, you have to go back to being creative. Yes. Okay. And then my other friend, Joy, called me. We were in Singapore and she called me. She says, I want to meet you at Starbucks. I, I want to tell you something. <laughs> And so I go to Starbucks and she sits me down and she says, Linda, I've seen all your sketchbooks. I've been to Bali with you. I know how you do it. I know your process. I think people would really want to buy your work. Mm. And I'm sitting there listening to her and she says, and I'm going to help you have a show here in Singapore. And I burst into tears. No. I'm like, no way. No one would want to buy my art. And she says, you have no idea. I've showed your work to people. You just have to like put stuff together and you let me handle the rest. I will get the people there. You know, it's going to be great. Mm. So I'm like, Oh, okay. So like, I don't know, a month later we picked a date. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I created my logo. (laughs) I um, found a framing shop I didn't. I wasn't pre- prepared to give up any original art, so I made prints of everything. Okay. Um, I found a print place in Singapore. They made print. I'll show you later. They yes, made prints of my work. No. And then I went to this frame place, and I had all of my work framed. And there, the frames were really beautiful and very inexpensive. Oh and so I had all of this work done. Took all the art down in my apartment. Hung everything up. I made cards. I had prints. I had homemade wrapping paper. And maybe a couple of other things. And I have to say, my family, my husband and my daughter, they were really supportive, mm-hmm. but kind of worried, I think. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, you know, Joy said it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And, and so I remember my husband was saying, oh, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to come. I've got some work thing or whatever. And I'm like, what? You're not going to be able to come? No. And um, I think he just was maybe nervous that if nobody showed up, you know, it would just be too hard for him to see me. Mm. So... Um, I had an afternoon show and an evening show and the afternoon show and oh my God. they came home from school and work and they're like, well, so, so what happened? I'm like, oh my God, you're not going to believe it. And they're like, what? And so then the next show was going to start at like seven or whatever. And it was before seven o'clock 
the doorbell rang. This lady comes in. My husband is there. And she says, hi, my name is Wendy. I've seen your work online. I know exactly what I want. And she walked around. And, and, so, then, and so then she gives me the money and she leaves. And, and Stu is standing there going, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you serious? That's your first show. My first show. In it Singapore. Was, it was so amazing. And my friend Joy was like, see, I told you. <sighs> but the best story was fast forward to like I don't know six months later and she my friend Joy do you know what the game Bunko is? No. It's some weird stupid dice game and anyway it's really a drinking game for women so <laughs> she, but you have to have a certain number of people to, to play, play this game okay. and so she couldn't go so she said oh can you take my place? I'm like okay well I didn't know anybody there oh. so I go to this house and I walk in this group full of strangers, room full of strangers, and I'm looking around her house, and in her living room is one of my Nerd. pieces of art. Mm. And I'm like, what? Yeah, no. <laughs> That's me. Oh, I bet that was like... I felt famous. Yes. <laughs> kind of walked up straight. Yeah. So That's I thought, me. oh my God, okay, maybe I can do something. Yes. You know? So yes. it, was, it was just a very cool experience. That is insane. I mean, being in Singapore, somewhere you're not from, nope. you know, for the sale like that was like, okay, I, yeah, this is it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so happy. And they weren't thing. even originals. That's a, It's even crazier. Yeah. I had this lady. Oh, she was a really good, became a really good friend. She, well, I made this whale picture and I can show you. Well, actually, I, I ended up selling her the original later. She wanted it so bad, and I'm like, oh, I'm just not ready to give it up. So I made her a copy, you know, and um, but now she has it, and she lives in Australia. So it's in Australia. Yeah. yeah. So your work is literally everywhere. It is. It's in Australia, Taiwan, China, Singapore, Indonesia. Did I say India already? You didn't say India. Uh, so it was in India. India. Um, I have friends in the UK and some other people who have purchased art there. Um, and then, you know, in the US. That is phenomenal. Okay, so you had that great first experience. Yeah. Confident on high. Yeah. So when did you come back here? We came back to the States in 2017. Okay, 2017. Yeah. And you mostly did work from that book, right? The things you sold at the show? Yeah, from these books. Yeah. These books. Awesome. Yeah. And. So when you came back here, mm -hmm. where you was like, okay, did you like jump to do doing a show or did you? Kind no, of just... not not initially. I mean, we we bought this house and I'm like, okay, well, I guess this could be an okay studio, and because yeah. it was this, this huge house, it's just two of us. It's, yeah. Um, and um, so then I just started, you know, painting, and then my friend Robin, who gave me the first sketchbook, she's like, we have to now that you're back in the states, we have to go to a workshop. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I flew out to um, Vancouver Island. Really? Nynamo. Nice. And took a one-week acrylic painting abstract class. I'd never done abstract before. This was in maybe 2018. Okay. And, and the description for the class was experienced acrylic painters only. And I'm like, okay, but I'm, I've never even used acrylic since maybe <laughs> kindergarten. I don't know anything about acrylic. But she says, oh, don't worry. You'll figure it out. It'll be fine. So, yeah. you know, we pay the money. I fly all the way out there. And the first day of class, they're talking about 
like, well, you have to. So I want everybody to paint their ground. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the heck is that? He's like, what? (laughs) I didn't know what anything. I I had my my apron, my painting apron, and it was completely brand new. There wasn't a speck of paint on it. And people were like laughing at me. Oh, my God. But I learned so much. Yeah. And so after that, I got into, you know, doing like abstracts. Really? So you yeah. fell in love and, with that? Yeah. And so I started blending my style with mark making and just more abstract kind yeah. of work. Yeah. And I've actually sold several abstracts. I'm just like, oh, wow. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. It is not easy no, to be not. an abstract painter. It's not. I feel like, it, I guess it all comes from your emotions or feelings. Like, how do you go about making abstract work? Um, well, yeah, I don't know how to answer that. That's a, yeah, it's uh, very complex. That's a very complex question. Yeah, it's um, so again, I you know I'm really free spirited, and so I don't generally have a plan. And it's always I'm always I always laugh when people say, "Oh, that composition is so good," and I'm like, "Oh, I'm glad because I but I didn't even think about the composition. I was just you know putting layers and colors together and stuff." Yeah. Um, so no, I don't really, it's, it's just like a free, I mean, there are certain things that I think about, like having different sizes and different shapes and different colors. Um, but that's really it. That's really it. So you kind of start, just pick a color and you see what happens. Yeah. And early on, I was really shy about mixing paint. I really, and I really liked just the bold, clean natural okay raw this is what red is and this is what yellow is and mm-hmm. i never mixed my colors and wow. then i took another class just I, during the pandemic and it was an online class and uh i i really experienced experimented with mixing colors and i got way more comfortable and confident and thought oh man <laughs> you have been missing out on a lot so then i went through this whole thing of you know, becoming more brave and mixing colors. And um, so I learned a ton that way. So I think, you know, if you can take classes, I think for me, I've really learned, learned a lot. I mean, you know, like I remember one time I was in Bali and I brought my, my book and I forgot my paintbrushes. Oh no. And, but anytime I traveled for like fun, I would always bring stuff to give myself a facial. Well, I had a facial brush it's one of those fan brushes. Yeah. Oh, and yes. And that was, that was the brush that I used. And I thought, oh, Linda, you're being so creative. You know, you're using a facial brush for your... And then I go to a proper art store and, oh, you know, there's a there's a brush that looks just, just like that. Just like it. You're just like, oh. Uh. <laughs> but I had no idea. I thought, oh, man, I'm being so cool, you know, being so creative, picking up my makeup brush. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's hilarious. So anyway, um, you know, taking classes, I think, has really helped me figure out how to, of course, always get better, but new techniques and new ways to think about, you know, what's important for a piece of work to really look good. Mm. Because it's more than just, okay, what makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, especially if if I want to sell something. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard making work that, you think will sell. <laughs> so I can only imagine how it is for someone who's mixed media, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I catch myself. I'm always, I, I often think, okay, I really want to make something that somebody will buy. 
And then I, it just doesn't come out right, you know, because I'm always thinking, well, what would they like? And would they, would, what about this? And while I do think about that from a color scheme perspective, mm. um, I don't really spend so much time worrying about that anymore That's because good. it good. doesn't, I don't find anybody kind of reaching out to me saying, oh yeah, that really resonates with me because I thought that that's what someone would want. Right. You know, I want it to come from me. Exactly. I mean, even from your first show, they bought all that and you probably didn't really have them in mind when you're doing that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so no, exactly. it kind of translates to even now, I was like, I'm going to draw what I want or paint yeah. what I want and if it sells, it's going to sell. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's wild. When did you, when did you get into the, the bigger pieces? Like this, you know, piece yeah. right over here. Um, well, my friends were saying, oh, you got to try to go bigger. You got to go bigger. None of these little tiny, you know, five by seven things. And I'm like, no, 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 that's too intimidating. Too much. <laughs> and so I don't know, maybe it was about two years ago. It hasn't been that long. Really? So that's recent. Yeah. And it, and I was really like my first big painting it really took me a long time and I thought wow it's really amazing how much longer it takes to paint something big mm -hmm. and how I really have to think differently about where stuff goes and you know the proportions it's just a very different mindset I, and having said that I will say that there's something really cool about making big pieces because you can just like Let's go crazy. you know go crazy and make these you know, splatters and lines and you can make huge mistakes and yeah. sometimes the mistakes are the best part. Absolutely. And no one knows. And and on a big piece, it's just it's like it's so much more freeing. I don't I don't know how to describe it. But like I might when I used to do my work and I would make a mistake, I think it was this India piece. Yeah, I um I made a mistake and I remember I just covered it up in black. And it ended up like being a really cool piece, but I'll, I'll find it later. See, I love that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna say it before I leave. That's what I love. Anyway. Um, it's come, it goes back to like like there being no rules. I mean, you, you mess up, you can easily like cover it. And like I said, no one's gonna know. You know, say if you do mess up, you'll know. But like right. person seeing it, like oh, this was great. It's like right. oh, I messed that whole part up, but cool. You right. know. Um. Right. And a lot of my fam my favorite paintings today are paintings that I've painted over stuff. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's like three or four paintings underneath this one. Absolutely, that has to be pretty. How hilarious it is, you know. <laughs> well, and the and the marks that you get underneath it is really great. Yeah. So it's all good. So I Absolutely. don't care. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yeah. That's amazing. So as far as you, obviously, like this one, there's a, there's a nude woman, and you mm -hmm. have some on your website with uh, animals and stuff like that. So where's that inspiration come from? Where you're using, I guess, people and animals and all that. Um, well, some of, I mean, like the animals I think are more inspired by my travels, Yeah. like the peacock, you know, I, I went to India almost a hundred times. Yeah. And so I just have this thing. Oh, sometimes I'm just like missing my India. And so I'll try to paint something with that kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I give myself studies sometimes where I'll say, okay, this week I'm going to focus on figurative work. Oh, I love that. And so that's where that naked lady came from. Yeah. And um, so just, you know, practicing. And, yeah. and like she sat there for a long time without tattoos. And then oh, my wow. neighbor came over and she's like, you know, it's kind of missing something. Maybe if you put a tattoo on her. And then I just went crazy. I love that. That's absolutely amazing. 
I was wondering if someone maybe sat in for you, or if that's just straight that from is your... A, that is a self-portrait. That's a, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> that is a... Linda's the best, y'all. So loose. I love it. <laughs> you just said it like this. And that's right. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that's awesome. So you really would sit and give yourself um, almost homework assignments, I guess. Yeah, and yeah. Be, I love that, actually. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So I have a couple of friends that I call and I say, okay, I need an assignment. Yeah. And then, okay. Oh, oh, I did have a show at the Elm downtown. Yes, you did. I, um, the uh, View on Elm. Yes, View. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, so my inspiration for that was translucent and opaque. Okay. And so I had a lot of work where I was really trying to practice the difference between those two concepts and the use of paint. Because for a long time, it was really hard for me to do opaque. Okay. And what is that? Can That's you the, what it is? Where, you, where you can't see through it. Transparent is when you can see through it. Oh, yes. And opaque is more of a solid Boom. You know, color. Yeah, yeah. And it was just really hard for me. And so I worked, 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 worked really hard. And I had a number of pieces that I thought, okay, showcased, showcased those go. two concepts. Yeah. Yeah. So when do you know, speaking of that, when do you know when it's ready, when it's done, when it's finished? Uh, that's a question that my husband asked me all the time. And I, I was like, I don't know. It just... I either get sick of it or it just, like, I don't agonize over over my work. Mm-hmm. I just, okay, I've spent my time. It looks pretty good to me. I have a good feeling. It's done. Yeah. So. That's it? Yeah, that's it. You kind of do your last stroke. You're just like, that's, this is done. Yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. How did you get to show it to view? Did you uh, have any connections there? I went and asked Becky. <laughs> I went and asked the, well, I was in there getting my glasses and I'm like, this place would be perfect to have an art show and she says oh we haven't had one in a long time and I said oh well you know let me know here's this is my Instagram page and um so she said okay so so you know long story short I I did that and that was really that was really fun that was a really that was a big show I had I think 80 pieces of art in there no way 80 yeah that's awesome and it looked so beautiful in her shop I love that. Really pretty. Wish I knew back then. I definitely yeah. showed up. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I've been really fortunate to connect with people who, you know, like like my work enough to enough enough that they would go to work and see it every day for two months. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that was yeah. a really special thing. It was up for two months. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time too. That's awesome. Yeah. Is it? Have you found it easy to make other art connections with with other artists around here? Have you? Uh, um, a little bit. Uh, so I've been involved with Green Hill Center for North Carolina awesome. Art. Yes. And I uh, am a board member. I'm actually the board chair right now. Oh, um, yes. So That's that huge. gives me some, you know, access to art and artists, yeah. local artists and artists of North Carolina. Yeah. Um, and there's another organization in town. I, I can't remember what it's called, but I'm, I'm you know, networked with, with them a little bit. But I don't really, I don't know, I don't really, oh, let's draw together or paint together. Yeah. I don't really do that. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, maybe I should, but I, I don't. Well, maybe not. I don't. But I follow a lot of people on Instagram. Yeah. And I get inspired that way. I love that. Instagram's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, ask a lot of, I would usually ask a lot of artists if they feel either discouraged or encouraged by Instagram because it's just so much of it which I personally love. I think it's yeah. cool seeing different perspectives from different artists all over, but some people would think it's 
oversaturated or it's too much of it or you know it's hard to really make it as a freelancer because of you know there's yeah. so many but i mean i guess like you're just like no it's, it's fine well I, you know i think there's a balance mm. i mean for me sometimes i can get down by looking at other people's work and saying whoa that's really amazing and mm. mine is like not that good compared to that mm. but then i have to like shake myself and say no you know yours is different and exactly. it's okay but it takes a lot of energy to do that. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I will say about Instagram that it help, it's helped me, when I see an artist whose style is always the same, mm-hmm. and, and like you can scroll through and you don't even have to look at the name, you say, oh, that's a so-and-so. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that kind of an artist. Love that. I, yes. That's why I like to do all sorts of different things. I just don't want someone to say, Oh, I think Linda Spitzen made that because it always has a flower or it always has a bird or, you know, I just don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way. You know, I don't want to be stuck in, you're stuck in a box, you yeah. know, putting yourself in a box. A lot of artists like that, you know, they want to make the kind of the same thing. I know a lot of artists who, you know, they're very content with doing that, but I applaud you on wanting to be very different with everything you do. Yeah. So that's Thank really cool. You. Yeah. Of course. Absolutely. And so when you start making the books every year? Of your, of your work? Well, I just, I thought, you know, before we leave Singapore, I want to document what I did there. Yeah. And so I, I picked like the, the best of my work back in the time, back at that time. And I created a book and then I told a little story about, you know, what was going on for me. It was very simple. Oh my God, it's beautiful. Um, and like, this is a, a very famous building in Singapore. It's the Marina Bay Sands. With the, it looks like a boat. Oh and, my God. Uh, this is the Merlion in Singapore. And then, you know, a lot of this stuff is from my travels. This ended up, this picture of a hand with peace written in it, oh that gosh. ended up being my logo. Yes, I, that's one, I recognize that. And yeah. I yeah. was just like bored one day and I put some pink and red on my hand and I went like that and, and then I drew some squiggly things on it and <laughs> turned into my logo. Um, but I thought, you know, I just want to capture what happened to me this year. Yeah. yeah. And so I've done that every year. So I have this one called One Degree North. And then the next one was Finding My Way. And that was, you know, where I was doing bigger work. But again, it was still watercolor. And this yeah. was when we moved to Greensboro. Um, so it was really a lot of just very different work that started seeing more you know country scenes and barns and that sort of stuff and then the next one was i i've always loved birds yeah and so i have a whole book on all my birds that i made oh my god a couple years ago in downtown greensboro we had i think we still do this we have a window window painting contest at christmas time yeah and so i painted three windows at green hill i painted this green bird and I painted a big cardinal and I painted an owl and um yeah so I had my birds and then this increasing scale was when I started painting really big and so this picture called balancing act um I had a I had a pop-up show with one of my friends from um Greensboro can I say her name? Yes, please. 
Her name is Jamie Stone. Okay. So she's a lawyer in town. Oh. And we just really connected. She now sits on the board at Green Hill. And so we had a pop-up together where I sold a bunch of art, and she sold a bunch of art. But this balancing act was, um, I think it was four feet by six feet. Yeah. And somebody bought it. No, that's pretty cool. Um, so all of these pictures in here are, are bigger pictures, bigger work that I've it's that I've made. You sold and everything. Yeah, and so here's some more figurative work. I just sold these a couple days ago. No way. The originals? Yeah. So you're are you more okay with selling originals um, now? Yes, I'm. I'm all good with it because I have like three boxes of black things full of art. I've got closets full of art. Yes. I'm asking people, can I hang my art in your in your office? Yes, just to hold <laughs> so, it there, just to keep it. <laughs> we have a studio apartment. I've got art over there. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Linda's art is everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. I love that. So, But I, the books are important because it just it allows me an opportunity to go back and see where I've come from. And, and then I also... Always send one to Robin, and I always send one to Joy because those two, you know, inspired me. And then there's another. My cousin Sue has always said, "Oh, you know, once you leave your corporate job, you're gonna become an artist. I just know it." And and so she always gets one too. Yo, shout to the to the homies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yo, you don't get here alone, you yeah, know. And that, no, I know. And that proves it. And I've had a very big fan club, so I feel really lucky and fortunate about that. That's amazing. I love that it started really in singapore with that first yeah. show that's just yeah. so cool to me yeah and then just prince yeah exactly and it's like bam here we go yeah. this is it and I'm, you're you've definitely uh made a beautiful 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 work this is so cool thank you um so what brought you what, what brought you to greensboro uh my husband's job okay yeah, yeah so my job took us to singapore and then i retired and then we really wanted to get back to, well, he wanted to get back to the States. I could have stayed in Singapore a little bit Forever. Um, and wanted to get back to the States. So his company relocated us to Greensboro. To Greensboro. Yeah. What were your first thoughts when you moved here? I was a little nervous. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I got here and woke up in the morning and saw what I saw, I felt good. Yeah. And... I really am very happy here. Yeah. Love it. It's like I said. It reminds me of my childhood. Um, so yeah, a lot of people say, "What do they say? Green's boring." Yes, but I've I heard don't. That a lot. I don't think it's boring, yeah. and I, I think it's beautiful. I love the Four Seasons. The people are super friendly. Um, so I don't. I don't have any problem being here. I. I, I love the diversity. I love the art community that's here um yeah. you know it's it's like a little hip yeah you know it's, 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 it's definitely hip it's a college town so yeah, there's a lot of you know, yeah young i, kids I love it. that yeah. yeah that's amazing yeah i love that i love that you know over the years only uncg i graduated from there in 2014 i was very eager to move I'm not saying the greensboro was boring i was like there's other big cities i've traveled around a lot throughout my years and you know i'm still here and i don't hate it you know it's 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 got something about it you know even traveling recently i'm like there's nothing there's no place like this yeah you know yeah there's no really cool i, I agree and and you don't know what you have until you go somewhere else mm. and then you come back and yeah. then i think you can appreciate it yeah um you know i'm from originally from california and there's a lot of great things about california but i don't want to go back there <laughs> 
you know. Yeah. I really am very happy here, and I, I, um, I really look forward to what Greensboro is going to become. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's sweet right now. Yeah. And I think it can only get better. Yeah. 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 I'd love to see you work on like one of the big buildings. I feel like there's a big, very big art movement of a lot of murals happening around the city. Yes. Only some Linda up there, you know. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a little scary. <laughs> I need to partner with somebody. So you you find somebody and I'll I'll partner with them. So if I find, okay, don't tip me. I I will make that happen. I will see. I will make some phone calls after this interview. Okay. I right. would love that. Okay. Um. So isn't it, how how crazy is it looking at your kindergarten self painting that one thing of your principal, and now this like is that pretty crazy to see it come full circle? Yeah, it is. I mean, I guess. You know, I think of myself as a human resources professional. Yeah. Um, but in my heart, I think I'm really an artist. Mm. And um, if I let myself feel that, it's pretty inspiring to think, you know, what I did back, you know, when I was six. Yeah. To what I'm doing now. And I'll tell you, one of the, one of the most... recent impactful experiences was my mom who was 90 was here visiting yes just a couple weeks ago yeah and she sat where you're sitting right now and she watched me paint a paint paint a picture yeah and it was so fun to see her watching me and and how she was talking about oh do you remember that thing that you painted for mr dak and you know, I and it was that. it was such a cool thing that, uh, uh, you know, a memory that we shared. Yeah. And it obviously made her happy and feel proud, I think. Yeah. And it made me feel connected to her. And so I think somewhere along the way, you know, maybe this was my path. Yeah. I definitely think it was. I mean, I think everything you've done led to this, even with the corporate stuff, you know, it's all part of your journey. Um, but I'm happy you got here. Yeah. This is really you. nice. Do you wish you had done it earlier? Are you happy that you did the... No, I think if I had done it earlier, we wouldn't have probably had the Singapore experience. And, Very true. you know, that was just an amazing eight years. Yeah. You know, our daughter grew up there and mm. we traveled all over and I have so many friends from all over the world. No, I, I, I don't think I would do it differently. Because I was always doing my art, you know, in little, little ways. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You were still able. You still able to do, <clears throat> you know, what makes you happy, and yeah, you know, eventually led to this. Yeah. So stay on your path, people. Yeah. It'll happen. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, give us some words of advice for people who are listening, like some artists who are trying to make it. You know, trying to find, trying, trying to find their voice, or trying to get to where they're freelancing, or you know, just people who maybe want to get into art. You know. I think. Um, you know, trusting yourself to try being comfortable trying new things yeah asking for help um being open to the opportunity um i think those are those are really important things i agree um and then just sort of doing it you know you're not going to learn to play the piano by just having a piano in your house you know you have to touch the keys that's very true you know and I buy all this stuff and then I just play with it. And yeah. if I don't like it, I throw it away or paint over it. Absolutely. Um, so um, it's doing that. And I think, again, giving giving yourself permission to just try it. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. um, so many people, if they if they can't come out of the gate being good, yes. or then they're they just don't want to do it. Yeah, and that's there's just a better way to think about that. Yeah, yeah. What and what fun is it if you're you know come out being perfect at something? You know when you start. That's just not even yeah. fun. You want yeah. the challenge, you know? Yeah. So, go ahead. I know. I was just going to say, and and what I learned is that the imperfect part of the work is what I like the best. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so I don't want the figure to look perfect. I mean, that mm. doesn't look like a real person. Yeah. You know, but I like the way it turned out. Yeah. Um. So. Perfect is different in everybody's eyes, I guess. Absolutely. Everyone right. have a different perspective. You know, everything. So, yeah. I love that. Those are good words. Yeah. Well, do you want to have more galleries in the future? Or what else do you want We'd to do? We'd love to have more shows. So, I'm going to have another show in August 2022. Okay. At the Artery. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And hopefully between now and then, I will have been at my two-week residency in art in France that I got accepted to. Um, yes. So that got kind of curtailed because of the pandemic. But um, yeah. so I'll be going to this really amazing place called Chateau de Orquivois, I think is how they pronounce it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, it's a, an amazing place and it's a two week residency. So I'll be able to, you know, do all kinds of cool Ooh, stuff there and yes. maybe come back with yet another style. Let's do it. But yeah, I am real excited and interested in, in having my work shown in different places. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah. I look forward to seeing it. All of it. I'll look forward to showing it to you. Yes. You're going to call me. Like, hey, I'm back from France. Come over to see what I got. Now I'll be on my way. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. Yes. Linda, this has been so special. It's been so good. Thank you for making me talk about myself. I love it. It's your first time. It won't be like I said, it will not be the last. There's no way. Your work is too good. I love your your best personality. So talented. Thank you. So I'm happy I'm your first though. I'm That's happy cool. you are my first. Yes. Shout out to us. <laughs> so where can we find you on the internet? Uh Lindaspitson.com mm-hmm. and L Spitzen on Instagram. Yes. And I have a Linda Spitzen Artist Facebook page. Perfect. I'll link all that. And are you taking commissions right now? Uh, yeah. I've done a couple. Yeah. They're a little intimidating, but, you know. <laughs> okay. In that in that case, give all uh, commissions to Linda so she can be challenged every single week. Oh, no, that's amazing. Please follow Linda. Amazing person. Um, I have nothing but great things, you know, to say about you after this experience. So this is awesome. Thank you, you me so much. Yes, I, I did. I'll get you to sign it. Okay. Yeah, that'd be awesome, actually. But all right, guys, keep listening to your free pizza podcast. Support Linda. Support me. Support the podcast. Subscribe and review and tell your friends about the show. We have a bunch of great artists on here. A lot of great ones coming up, too. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you out there. Thank Bye. you. Yes. The free pizza podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. MySpace Live Journal, Twitter, we tweet, we'll do smoke sniggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.